Rock Salt Radio. Be afraid also, tremendously afraid, for the day of reckoning is upon us. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. They're going to get pretty tired pretty quickly having the President of the United States of America call them racist and misogynistic and ignorant and un-American and fascist because they disagree with uh, the Bernie Sanders agenda that President Biden has adopted. And, and, and I guess that's a long-winded way of saying I, I think the president's new tactic is star-spangled stupid. Um, <laughs> And I don't know, maybe the White House should should call Will Smith over and ask him to slap some sense into the teleprompter or something. Uh, because I, I, I predict this. Yeah. yeah. Well, me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. We've got an understanding. Yeah. What's that understanding? We're on a mission from God. Yeah, man, on a mission from God. It's Aaron, Dave, and Patrick on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. AD. Putting the band back together. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from God. Uh, the band this week, Aaron. Matt, me and Elwood. Putting the band back together. Ma'am, you gotta understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Tricord from Georgia. First you trade the Cadillac for a microphone. Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're going to put me right back in the joint. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk about that foosball, Aaron. It's back. 106 miles to Chicago. we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hit it. Yeah. That's all you need, Aaron, on your road trips. Just so you know. Checklist. Done. <laughs> you got this? <laughs> Lord works in mysterious ways. Yep. Strike of the band, Sal. Oh. All right. So... Yet another week down. Oh, man, was it a hot one. Ten full days of like 112-plus degree uh, weather is no fun. It was a dry heat day. <laughs> it was a dry heat. We had that going for us, right? Yeah. I, I kept saying, there's a reason I don't live in Vegas or Phoenix. <laughs> now everything around us is on fire, and we got smoke now. Yeah, we got the smoke. We got the nice temps again, but yeah. now we got smoke. Yeah. And fire. Yeah. It, as, oh, this was a clip I wanted to pull this week. Was uh, there was a there was an announcer on KFBK who was uh, uh, describing California and just the things that, that are going on here, and she's not doing it in a political way, just a factual way with the fires and the smoke and the heat. And she goes, "It's like living in hell." <laughs> and I went, "Oh, you're telling me, brother." <laughs> Uh, maybe um, Satan did come back in a form of human, and it's Gavin Newsom. It is Gavin Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get canceled now. Uh, you know, <laughs> first first we called Mark Zuckerberg uh, what a criminal, a or corrupt, corrupt. Yeah, 
And now we call Gavin Newsom well, Satan. So, <laughs> so I don't want to be I don't want to be labeled a conspiracy theorist or anything here. Okay, ha! it's just a joke. Yes. <laughs> but um, oh, Biden yeah. Biden much too old and incognitive to be the Antichrist. But man, if but he's the master class, if they, yeah, yeah, he's the master class according to Gavin Newsom. Hey, uh, but uh, if anybody could be or fit the mold of the Antichrist, it would be Gavin Newsom. Guy's very likable. He's very attractive physically. Um, he can uh, he can lie the paint off a house. Everything that comes out of that guy's mouth is a lie. Um, you know, he's he fits the mold. Reminds me of a former president. <laughs> well, it reminds I, me a lot of former presidents. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> well, don't they don't forget. Hey, fool me once, uh, uh, can't fool me again. <laughs> so, oh, they all lie, brother. <laughs> wow, just some more than others. Okay, though, were you always truthful with your son? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know, um, yeah, sure. Those that orange stripe. Uh, Shirt goes with those uh, purple pants. Well, son. he's got orange hair, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we're uh, untruthful um, because we can't say the truth at the time. Oh, so. oh you mean like um, telling everybody you're not running for president, but then doing a lot of things to make it look like you're going to run for president? Well, like who? Who's that? Oh, who is that? I got no idea. Gavin Newsom. How about... Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> How about... I thought you were going with DeSantis there, and he hasn't said he's running for president. Um, but it, it, but with him holding rallies in Wisconsin... Yeah. <laughs> um, some other things. Uh, he's running for president without running for president. <laughs> right? It's the two of them. You know what it's like? It's like... No, school- no, DeSantis no. has not said... Neither one of them. <laughs> Because I love the, I love the. Uh, well, they're both running for governor. They the, can't run for president yet. Yeah, I, I saw the interview with Newsom where he's wearing a ball cap and his his nice polo shirt and some jeans, right? And he goes, "Look at me! Look at the way I'm dressed. Would I show up for this interview looking like this if I was running for president?" And I went, "Absolutely! You want to look like a man of the people." Why wouldn't you dress up like that? Now, here's here's the one I really loved was as we were enduring these oppressive hell-like heats of 112, 113, 115 degrees for nine, ten days straight. Um, it's very uncomfortable. I'm not telling anything new to people who live in those hot territories, but uh, you can't sleep at night because it's still 80, 90 degrees out. Um it, you can't be productive during the day because it's just too hot. It was horrible. And then at the same time, they're telling everybody, um, don't plug your electric vehicles in. Uh, turn your AC up uh, to 78 plus degrees. And uh, don't use any large appliances, you know, like your refrigerator. <laughs> that large little appliance. Uh, but I know I get it. Dishwashers washers dryers and i get it we kept our lights off uh not so much to uh save the power grip that wasn't my primary uh directive 
my thing was, my primary directive was, how can I save some money? Which is, well, I'm not using any of those lights or appliances. I guess I won't use them between the peak hours where I have to pay more to use them. It's kind of like back in the day with the phone company and making a long distance phone call. Well, you got to call grandma between 3 a.m. and 6.02 a.m. on Thursdays, but it's got to be the third Thursday of the month because that's the cheapest time to talk to grandma. Oh, man, am I glad those days are behind us. But nope, we switched it over to electricity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That that was a long time ago. Long distance, you know, can't you talk too long? It's long distance. (laughs) Why are you bothering me? Can't you see I'm on long distance? (laughs) No, no, I can't see that you are talking to somebody long distance. (laughs) Well, Dave, our favorite three kids from a band in New York called Undefeated. Oh, I thought you were uh, talking about Green Day until you said New York. No, from New, from New York. <laughs> Those crazy kids in the, Green Day. Yes. <laughs> Those crazy kids in Undefeated. Undefeated. I love the that band. And sister, brother and Sisters Act. Did uh, got a brand new song called Future. Um, great message. And they, they, you know, I don't know it's a song about conspiracy thing, but... Uh, did she they, let the uh, brothers out of the cages? That's uh, what I want to know. I, yeah, the brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're free? Yeah, they're free. Okay, not slave labor and, and undefeated no. or anything like that. No. But they got a new song <laughs> called Future. I'm just making jokes. I know. Just trying to be funny. And this is the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Joseph Rojas from the band Seventh Day Slumber, and you're listening to Rock Salt Musecast and I'm hanging out with Dave and Aaron on a mission from God. Keep it locked. Solid Musecast experience. Aaron, Dave, and Patrick. ADP in the house. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Patrick out in Indiana right now. Yes. He'll be joining us soon. And uh, joining us right now, your friend and mine, Aaron. And of course, friend of Jesus, of course. Yes. <laughs> Jermaine from Tricor. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Yeah. What is my... That is not Maurice Colorette from Ohio State. That is uh, <laughs> Jermaine from Tricorn. What is up, my uh, brother from Bama? Not much. See, I'm trying to sound kind of Southern. <laughs> Did I get it right? I don't, I don't even sound Southern, man. No, you don't. Really, you don't. Oh, oh there he goes, breaking my coasters again. <laughs> You stay off of that San Francisco coaster. <laughs> hey, uh, how you doing today, man? I can't complain. Just getting ready for uh, the first show of our tour that we're on. The first show of... Now, uh, uh, who's in the band now? Because I know you had some lineup changes. Okay, so originally, uh, when we were on the show, we had just lost our lead guitarist, Zach. Um, but... It was Joey, Harime, uh, Charles, and myself. Now we have lost Joey, and we just recently had Haran step down. But fortunately, we have a, a fill-in drummer, so that worked out perfectly. Awesome. <laughs> so we don't have to stop. Right, right. No, no momentum lost there. Charles and I. What's that? No, not, I said it's just Charles and I, and. Yeah, absolutely. No momentum loss. We got to keep pushing. Got to keep the train moving. Right? Just uh, pouring gas gas on the fire. Keep it yeah. rolling. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So this is the uh, first tour with the new lineup. And uh, how many dates are you doing? 
We are doing, uh, let's see, I think we have 11 shows on the tour, and we have, in between the tour, we have at least another three or four shows. <laughs> okay, so like 15, 16 shows? Something like that. Something yes. like that. So who's on the uh, the lineup with you tonight? So it's the Bang Bang Tour. We uh, have partnered with, uh, we're not on their label, but we partner with uh, Brahead Music Group. And uh, our friend David Dixon um, asked us a few months. He's the uh, front man for Riddle Me This. Um, and he asked us a few uh, months ago if we would like to go on tour with them. And, you know, naturally we're like, uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, man. I don't know. I'm yeah. going to have to check my calendar. Anybody got a pencil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got, uh, we got Riddle Me This headlining. Oh, we lost audio. Uh, Are you back? Yep, I'm back. Sorry, okay. I got a phone call. Oh, okay. so, you, you had Riddle Me This. That's why the last thing we heard. Yep, Riddle Me This will be the headliner. We'll be in the middle, and then opening, we'll have our friends from Marietta, Georgia, uh, Crimson Overtone. Nice. That sounds like a good show. Sounds like a good show. It's going to be awesome. Rock this house now. uh, So, wow. Um, And I don't even know where to start with all this. It's been a while since we've talked, and you've had so much change over the last, uh, you know, year because it's been about a year since we we've had you on even though you and i have texted a few times and chatted about things and you know you visited me in facebook jail and i appreciate that you put some money in my books and that's cool of you brother (laughs) oh man i'm just playing around um so what's next for you guys i mean once you come off the tour what are you gonna do next are you gonna uh do you got some new material written or what are you doing um, yeah, we've actually been working on some new stuff since the beginning of the year. Um, we are building a, we're currently right now building a team to help us songwrite. So for me, that's a huge, huge deal. Okay. Let me explain to you why it's such a huge deal, because I have this dream of wanting to be one of the greatest lyricists and songwriters, uh, composers of all time. So I want to. So for me to write music or to write lyrics and stuff like that is, it's kind of where God, uh, um, where God was like, uh, 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 we're gonna take a, a piece of humble pie, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be about you and your abilities. It's gonna be about the creativity of the people around you. So we've been building a team of. Uh, people to help us write our full album. Um, and that in itself is a huge leap for me to just like put myself in a place of surrender and be like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with this project. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had uh, several songs that I had written and was ready to do, and I lost them all. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, what were you keeping them on an iPad or something? Yeah, I was keeping them like uh, voice memos and and oh, no. um, and little Samsung memos because I have Sam, I have a Galaxy, not an iPhone because oh. I love that. And um, 
normally every time like I go to like switch phones, everything switches over uh, with no problem. But uh, I broke my last phone, was going to switch everything over, and I somehow something corrupted uh, with just with just the voice memos in the <laughs> little note. <laughs> everything else transferred over it was a, it was a spy <laughs> they broke in and took all your best stuff <laughs> and so uh so yeah that that ended up being a whole ordeal so it's cool though because like what what was lost we ended up gaining cooler stuff and better sounding stuff and it allowed me to back off and allow tricord my team tricord to be able to express their individuality and their creativity as well so um it, it's just it's it's been a humbling experience this year hey, maybe it was a, maybe it was god going you know what uh tricord 2.0 you don't need any of that old stuff anymore i'm just gonna take that out of your phone and uh, we'll drop some new beats on you in a little in a little bit Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It, honestly, too, it's been kind of cool because it's it's kind of challenging us to kind of change up our style a bit. I a lot of people say they like how like versatile our sound is, but mm-hmm. like I think we want to hone in on a specific tricord sound. Like whenever whenever I hear Skillet on the radio, before I ever hear John Cooper sing, I know 100 percent of Skillet. Same thing. Like if I hear Demon Hunter on the radio. I know it's Demon Hunter before I ever hear him saying. So, like, it, it's just that uniqueness. So that's what we're trying to captivate right now, especially with this this team we're putting together. It's just a unique sound for Tricord. I think we're going to end up doing more of a rap core and new metal type style. I think, like, like I said before, like something more for the Linkin Park-ish kind of. Nice. I think it's, so something a little more electronic than what we're hey, used Aaron. to. I like Lincoln Park. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know. I know you do. I and love there's, and there's Park. really not a Christian band out there um, that kind of does what they do. No, um, so, I mean you had Pillar, but they were kind of POD like. Yes, yeah, I, exactly. I don't know a whole lot of you know uh, Christian versions of Lincoln Park. There was Family Force Five, I think they were called uh, Force Family Five. I can't yeah. remember. Um, and and they were Lincoln Parkish on some of this stuff, uh, but no one's really doing exactly what Lincoln Park is doing. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. Fill so, a void that's, is that's what that means, Jermaine. Fill the void. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly what we were thinking. We were thinking, you know what? No one's attacking uh, rap core into Christian music vibe. I was like, dude, if we can really like go ahead and jump on that and really. Uh, create a an awesome sound that's totally tricord we could totally crush that genre uh in the christian industry and uh so that's that's the plan not not to try to like you know our hearts we're not trying to just get popularity because if it's if we're exalted higher than jesus then we're we're not doing something right anyways but we're wanting to totally segue the whole rap core new metal sound into uh into taking it for the Christian industry, you know, because mm-hmm. no one's doing it. No one is. Well, now there's uh, 10 more bands going. Yeah. Okay. Void. Thanks for the homework guys. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
see you later, sucker. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, no, really, there isn't anybody out there quite with that sound. And I was uh, speaking to uh, oh, I, I Saved by Scarlet, I think was one of the bands. 13 Minutes was one of the other bands where I, I go, this is what I'm into is a little bit of techno in my rock, kind of like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, right? And Skillet comes close. They give me a little tease, and then they go straight to the rock, where I want a mix of both, and I, I can't find it. Right. I can't find it. So, uh, you know, I, I'm i not musically inclined, so I can't make it. <laughs> but it would be awesome if somebody filled that void. Well, we're working on it. <laughs> All right, work on it, man. <laughs> Don't put it in your voice memos. You'll lose it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to record it immediately <laughs> <laughs> that's all right we got a copy here so yeah, I'll right. remind. Yeah, right. if, if you lose it we'll have it yeah <laughs> Aaron oh, you, I, oh I thought you were going to say something trying to, trying to thought here Aaron's always pre prepared for the pro, uh, podcast and he does the most work <laughs> yeah. on the podcast all week preparing for it <laughs> and then when he gets here <laughs> oh wait let me look it up. Hang on, pad for me. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Uh, I always say how much I appreciate Aaron for all the effort he puts into this because uh, when we come to record, I, I've really just done my homework about 24 hours before, um, and I, I just come in and sit down and record. Aaron does a lot of work, and I appreciate that. Hey, on the Musecast version and also the podcast version, we're going to play um, Born to uh, to Be a King. Um, just just if, if someone hasn't heard that song before, tell us about how that song came about and what it's about. All right, cool. So Born to Be a King uh, was a song that birthed from a previous band. And after we broke up with that band, I, was, I asked the co-writer of that song from the previous band if i could totally like steal it for this other band he was like yeah man we're i'm never going to use it again so i was like cool <laughs> and uh so how i even wrote that song um he and i were working out of town one time and he had a a physical job out of town uh a secondary job well i rode with him to our first job together that day and didn't know he had to go to the second one so while I was sitting in his vehicle waiting for him to get out of work, I wrote the whole entire song. It just all came to me because he wrote the chorus and I wrote the verses and I kind of like arranged the song and how the flow of it would go and stuff. But uh, Born to be King's really cool. Uh, it's, it's definitely a, a crowd favorite. We um, uh, So the chorus is Born to be a King, Born to be a Champion. Born to live a dream and a life that's destined for you. So that it goes both ways, even though we don't say born to be a king and a queen. I mean, it's it still could mean the same thing, because in uh, first Peter, we're told we are royal priesthood. We are uh, heirs to, uh, to the kingdom of heaven. So we are born and destined for greatness and to be champions because the, uh, the victory was already won in Jesus. So it talks about that in the chorus and just kind of like talks about you know, the life of Jesus. And so originally, the original lyrics to the chorus was born to be a king, born to be a hustler, 
Born to Live a Dream, but the Life of a Buster. So it kind of, with those lyrics, it kind of makes the verses sound a little more understandable of how I worded the verses. <laughs> it was supposed to make Jesus kind of come off like an outlaw and someone who's indifferent because that's how Jesus was. He was well, he was a bit of an outlaw. Yeah, in a sense. So it was supposed to give that kind of vibe to the song with well, the original chorus. Well, you know, um, you mentioned Born to Be a King, Born to Be a Queen. Uh, Lady Gaga has already taken that whole Born to Be a Queen thing, so just <laughs> let her have it, and you stick with Born to Be a King. <laughs> There's that laugh. <laughs> I love that laugh. Yeah. I've, been, I've been working at it, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to build him up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that laugh? <laughs> that laugh would be on every show. <laughs> If he would just record it for me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's it. somebody to record my life next time I'm going, get going, and I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, don't put it in your voice memos. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Well, this is Tricord, Born to be a King, on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Nicely done, Aaron. Thank you. Hi, this is Jermaine with Tricord, and you're listening to Rock Salt Musecast. With Aaron and Dave. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, Aaron, Dave, and Patrick. Oh, and there's Patrick over there. And Jermaine from Tricord, from Bama. No, no, from Georgia. (laughs) We're not doing the Zoom thing. It's because I can't hear you. Oh. But anyway, here's here's Josh Bramblett. There's Josh from the protest. I'm going to try to get with you guys here in a bit. Give me a minute. Take your time, brother. All right, so... um, (laughs) <laughs> the, the life of a rock star. You know what it's like, Jermaine. <laughs> a little bit. I'd love to talk to you guys, but really, I just don't have the time. Okay. <laughs> you know. You, you go to Atlanta often for those Lecrae Reach Record party. I, I know, I know. you know. <laughs> you just don't Man, say anything. Why you're playing? <laughs> that would be a dream come true. Every time he posts that he's going to have one, I'm like... Why can't I live near Atlanta? I would go to every single one. <laughs> every single one. I've seen him so many times in concert. I love him, man. He's he's just so awesome. Everybody from Reach Records. It would be a dream come true to get signed with that label. Yeah. Have you uh, <laughs> have you sent him your stuff? No, not yet. We did do. I mean, Drown is a cover of his one of his songs. So yeah, you might we need to Drown. might need to push that button, man. Yeah. Hey, Patrick, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry. Okay. I completely forgot that I was supposed to be here at Rock on Water today in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Oh, that that is totally That's Patrick. A- <laughs> yeah. When did you get the call? Yeah, so, um, about six months ago. <laughs> oh. yeah, I'm not, not going to lie. Hey, but I... And in typical Patrick fashion, there is it froze signal it. froze up. <laughs> so we'll jump on back to Jermaine. Cool. <laughs> I did just land you an interview with the protest for schedule it up. Oh, now see, that's oh, the important part before his phone freezes up again. That's the important part. We got the protest coming on. Him. You there? There he is. You're on the beach. Yeah, I'm here. You're on the beach. Is that I'm your new? Nasty, I'm on the nasty, I'm on the nasty Ohio River. Oh, the beach. well, it looks like the beach. Is that your bus behind uh, you? No. Oh, no, that's that's disciples bus. Oh, is that Black Betty behind it? 
That's your part? No. You just get tagged along no. by Disciples Bus wherever they go, you end up? No, that's the, that's the protest bus. It's fucking me. That's what it is. They're like, I heard Patrick's going to be. There's no Mike LaDuke. Say hi, Mike LaDuke. Hey, Mike. Rock Salt Viewscast out of California. Hey. How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. Rock on water. I dig it. We've been talking about it. Yeah, he can't hear you. I got an earpiece in. Oh, you got an earpiece in. All right. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> Get him, Jermaine. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> so you got. He's <laughs> got a great laugh. What is that? <laughs> oh. Woo! <laughs> 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 He was having a full conversation with me. <laughs> oh man! Uh, hey, uh, Patrick, got I didn't like even fi- need to be here today. You got you got ten to fifteen minutes to do this break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just get to it. Hey, go all do right. you, go your do your thing because I'm gonna bow out for a minute because you guys uh, are all no. college football. Hey, this is P Punk. Bass player for Faithhead, and you're listening to Rock Salt. But I don't really understand why it's called Rock Salt because they're not making any ice cream. So don't expect anything good. It's the Rock Salt Moosecast Experience with Aaron, David, and Patrick. ADP in the house. Oh, look. Oh, Patrick froze up on me. Jermaine, you there? Yep, I'm good. Oh, okay. And so, Patrick, his face is just all there. Maybe he'll get back on. Maybe he won't. <laughs> oh, this has been just that kind of day. Just save that. That's it. And anytime you put up a picture, that's oh, the one you put up. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I was hoping to have Patrick on because he can. Uh, Patrick, you there back? You back there? You stalled for a little bit. I know. Big them on cell phone sucks. Yeah. So, hey, uh, so we're going to talk a little football here. Uh, what's that bridge behind you, Patrick? That's the, uh, the bridge? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's, a steel, it's a steel bridge. I, I don't okay. know what bridge it is. Okay. I'm not a bridgeologist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patrick... Uh, I didn't, is uh Jermaine is a huge Ohio State fan. Outstanding. Go Bucks, bro. Go Bucks. Yeah, go Bucks. Go Bucks. OH. Oh uh, yeah, I are uh, kicking the crap out of Arkansas State right now, aren't they? Well, yeah, I it's mean 45-12, the game ended. Yeah, get a get a game, you know, get a team, you know, play a different team. Play <laughs> play someone to challenge you. Well, I'm last pretty sure we beat Notre Dame last week, Aaron. Yeah, that's true. You did beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame was a challenge. Don't do me. Like, oh, we're yeah. The only, we're the only ones who play the top five. There are two top five teams going against each other. You know, Al- Al- and Alabama be- barely beat Texas today. So, uh, so Alabama did win? Oh, so yeah. he's like- What? I so so Bama did win? Yes, Bama did win. Dang, so the quarterback for Texas has to cut his sweet mullet, doesn't he? <laughs> well, the, the first string guy went out, and so uh, oh, they, he said they, he, was, he said he was gonna 
He said he was going to hang 50 points on Texas, and if he didn't, then he was going to cut his mullet. Well, I guess Ooh. he's cutting his mullet. Yeah, he is. So That's what you get for having a Kentucky waterfall in Texas. Yeah. So who do you think is going to make the college football playoff? Ooh. Well, that's a dumb question. Okay. So Ohio State. Who else? Georgia, Georgia, Alabama, and who's the four team? Clemson's getting in. Clemson. Okay. I I got it between three different teams. Okay. Or actually four different teams. So I'm going to say Ohio State, obviously. Um, Alabama, and unless Georgia just gets somehow beat by wild card teams, Georgia. But the fourth seed, whoever will be in fourth place, it'll be one of these four teams. It'll either be Clemson, Oklahoma, um, Notre Dame, and you're going to bank on it either this year or next year. Florida's going to be the uh, number four. It's going to be one of those four. Okay. I can, I can see uh, Florida. Florida beats Kentucky tonight. Very, very good quarterback for Florida at this point. Played very good and a promising pro prospect. Actually, yep. being, from, being from Kentucky, I'm pulling for Kentucky tonight um, because I think it's my um, geographical duty. If you guys don't know what that is, that means just where you live. It's your geographical duty to root for the home team. So uh, it is not my geographical duty to ever root for Georgia. I can't stand Georgia or Alabama. Actually, I'll oh, you- both of them lose somehow. Not get knocked out. Way to put a bullet in my theories, Ed. <laughs> well, it's uh, so you live in the state of Georgia, Jermaine. I, I pictured you being a, a Georgia fan. Oh, man, I cannot. Okay, so fun fact, I was raised a Florida Gator fan because we lived in Jacksonville, Florida uh, for a good bit and stuff like that. And so when we moved back to Georgia, uh, you know, I stuck with Florida Gators. I chose being an Ohio State Buckeye fan on my own. It was like sometime in high school, maybe my junior or senior year, and um, I was like, yo, look!" somebody was like, yo, look at this marching band. And I was like, dude, that March Band's dope. And I was like, what team is that? And they were like, Ohio State. And I was like, okay, cool. I love them. That's that's pretty dope. Checked out some more of their uh their shows and stuff. And I was like, man, this March Band's fire. And I was like, let me check out the football team. I started watching the football team and I was like, dang, I kind of like the football team too. Kept watching them and I was like, I think I got a new favorite team. <laughs> the only man in the history. So I've been watching Ohio State. The only man in the history of college sports that got sucked in by the marching band. I played saxophone since I was ten years old. I still play saxophone. I see. So um, you could have dotted the eye if you went to Ohio State. You could have been the you could have been the eye daughter guy. I could have been, man. <laughs> uh, have you ever? Have any of you guys ever been to an Ohio State football game? No, I definitely want to. The wife tries to go every year because she's the one I married in to Ohio State football um, six years ago. So by default, I am an Ohio State fan because like every game that's on, I'm watching. And then she gets excited, and I get excited. But no, I let her. Um, where I'm on the road so much with the music, 
I let her go with the girls and do Ohio State while I stay home with the kids or whatever. So she'll go to the shoe, and I'll watch it on TV, try to pick her out and make fun of her for having stupid face when they cut to commercial. So your wife is a huge <laughs> sports fan, Patrick? Yeah, my wife went to my wife went to Ohio State. Wow, oh, that's dope. Yes, yeah. that's so dope. She's an alum. I see. Let, let's switch over to NFL real quick. Who do you, who do you got? Huh? Why so you get smacked? No. Oh. next week. Oh, it's it's coming now. Uh, Jermaine, you don't know. Uh, Patrick is a huge Bengals fan, and they oh. come. They come to Big D um, week two. They come to Dallas week two. So for the record, Jermaine, I'm not that bandwagon guy who oh. jumped on after Burrow signed. This was like from birth. My father was a Bengals fan. Um, my, my father's father was a Bengals fan. Somebody pooped out a tiger one day, when, so that's how we became Bengals fans. So this is this is a lifelong. This isn't bandwagon stuff. For the record, I see. I, hey, hey, thanks, Dave, for joining us. Welcome back. Huh? Yeah. You guys miss me? Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, you guys had this foosball thing all down. I I was listening. Uh, Jermaine, who's your team? Uh. I hate this. Okay. Okay, I'm going to tell you who my team is, and then I'm going to tell you who I got for um, for conference, uh, for championship and, all okay. and Super Bowl. Okay. Okay, so I'm a Falcons fan. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm wow. a Falcons fan. <laughs> He's a Michael Vick fan. Don't yeah. let him lie. <laughs> He's going to go out to his backyard. He's got a dog fight to get. <laughs> I've been so upset with the Falcons since they let Julio Jones get traded off. Julio Jones is probably one of my all-time favorite players just because, dude, that guy's heart is so awesome, man. He doesn't care about the limelight and and being in all these interviews and stuff. He just wants to train and be the best. That's all he cares about. I just And just his heart for community and for people, which is so awesome, man. I love Julio Jones. When they let him go, I was like, man, screw you, Falcons. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> but I'm still a Falcons fan. But I'll tell you a team that I do like dearly right now. And just I like the Ravens right now, man. Like, And I honestly, if uh, Lamar Jackson could do that together, bro, real talk, if Lamar Jackson could get his crap together, man, this year, will his team get his, their crap together? Man, dude, because that kid's got a lot of potential, man. He is. Well, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and break your heart. Uh, Lamar Jackson said he's not taking. Ah. No, no. He froze. <laughs> oh, oh, just as he's about to give the punchline. Oh yes, he's taking him up on contract negotiations. Uh, you got. Did I freeze again? Yep, yeah, you froze, you, you froze right at the punchline, man. <laughs> let me tell you something. Oh, well, Lamar. Let me tell you something, brother. Lamar's, Lamar's finishing this last year, and he's done with Baltimore. Well, where's he, where's he going then? Come on. Uh, where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> the timing is impeccable on this show, it's isn't it? it? It's great. <laughs> he's going to somebody's bench. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the wonderful world of bad internet. <laughs> I mean, really. He was 
Couldn't we put a tower out in the middle of nowhere? I mean, if it's the middle of nowhere, I don't think anybody's really going to care. Novelty item. <laughs> I got nothing. Hey, so, uh, I got nothing. So, Jermaine, uh, you like the Ravens a lot. Well, um, I would say I like they have been a team that's like like an alternate favorite of mine. Um I you used to, you're in a purple shirt now. before Brady I <laughs> Oh what? Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> Just, we do that a lot with Patrick. What? <laughs> uh, all right, Jermaine. Who, who's the last two teams standing? AFC. Come December, I mean January. Who's the last two teams standing? Barring injury, because we know, you know, it, you know, who's the last two teams? You know what? Honestly, I'm going to say I would like to see the Cowboys because y'all were so, the Cowboys were so close last year, and I really wanted them. Believe it or not, dude, they played hard until, like, towards the end when they started choking on biscuits. <laughs> and um, let's see. Uh, yeah, them and – Who's the other team in the it NFC? Would be, I don't know. I was okay, who, up with NFL who's, who's the other t- who's the other two teams in the AFC? Who do you got? Chiefs, Baltimore. Who do you got? Who do you got? Bengals, Packers, Super Bowl. Bengals, Packers, Super Bowl. Who do the Packers beat to get to the Super Bowl? Everyone, everyone, Aaron. Oh, everyone. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Look at look at Jermaine. Yeah, <laughs> just shaking his head. <laughs> I was shaking my head at the team because they can't function without me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, they keep coming in. I keep, keep muting my mic. They keep coming in asking me questions. And I'm like, so I was just shaking my head and rolling my eyes at them. I'm like, God, please. Somebody learn how to do something here. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you what. I, I got the Packers beating the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. And um, I, I, I'm going to go. I like the Ravens to beat the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson's first Super Bowl. And uh, he gets a, the big money contract from the Ravens um, when he goes to the Super Bowl. I, and I think Green Bay uh, beats the Ravens in the Super Bowl. So that, I'll, I'll, well, just, Aaron, I'll just put Aaron, it out there. Aaron, did you lace your Cheerios with crack this morning? <laughs> 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 You didn't no. add sugar. You added crack cocaine, bro. He was having breakfast with Hunter. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's that, see, that was funny, Dave. That was funny. That took me some time. Oh, you know, you're laying down that gauntlet. Hey, listen, scumbags, I gotta go. I know hey, you do. Hey, Patrick. Patrick, do me a favor. Yeah. You see uh, Kevin yeah. tonight. Tell him Aaron and Dave from Rock Salt Musecast. Say hello. All yeah. right, let me knock on his bus right now and see if I can. Oh, oh yes. Could you do that with us on the phone? No, I'm not going to do that at all. Who is this guy? He's revoked. I think another homeless dude is at the bus. <laughs> Patrick, I got a message too. 
if you see some random black guy just thrashing in the crowd, go up and hug him and say Jermaine appreciates you. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yes. I, dude, I don't hey. think there are any black people here. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Found one guy. Okay. Security. Quick run. Bro, I tripled on there. You put your hand on his shoulder and say, you're not alone, brother, and then walk off. Please, God, do it. <laughs> Jermaine, I am freaking right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, where it's been overtaken by daggone radical BLM people. I am not going to go there. It's not alone. I don't care how dark my Cherokee skin is. It ain't happening. Come on, bro. Oh, you never. Hey, what you do? You screenshot this right now. And you're like, see, there's a black guy on the screen. He told me to do it. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the equivalent, that's the equivalent of the whitest dude ever saying, well, yeah, I've got black friends. <laughs> <laughs> see, I got one right here on my screenshot. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us, Patrick. Me shot in Indiana. <laughs> All right, love you, scumbag. I love, love you. See you later. Look at, look at so. Aaron kicking me right <laughs> off real quick. Oh, I know. I if you want to say, there he goes. He's, he's gone. Here, uh, here, wait. He's not totally gone. Get, get some. <laughs> yeah, I, I even got it to freeze up, just like Patrick. Get, get, get some. <laughs> hey, hey, Jermaine. Um, we're gonna play a song by uh, one of your, uh, you know, people you just played a show with in May. The last trumpet, um, the shadow and hey. me. You know, will you introduce that song to our audience, and we're gonna try to get it on the podcast too. So the absolutely yeah okay so first off last trumpet we've gotten absolutely close to them we call them our aunts and uncles (laughs) so they're cool people further ado they are man they are they're amazing people sorry i ruined your intro take two all right cool without further ado i would like to introduce the shadow of me by the last trumpet on the rock salt music experience
this is Chris from The Last Trumpet, and you're listening to Rock Salt Newscast Experience with Dave and Aaron. Rock Salt Newscast Experience, Aaron, Dave, and Patrick. ADP in the hell. Well, he was with us for one break. Yeah, Life but of a rock star. it was I, it was great. It was truly forgot, like one of the best I breaks for, ever. Yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I forgot I was supposed to be here <laughs> playing a show <laughs> at a festival. Well, he, they're not playing. He was just helping out. Oh, um, the guy for uh, Hush Harbor, uh, Scott. Yeah, they're playing tonight, and so uh, they're good friends. So he asked uh, his good friend to uh, help out, and probably, hey, hey, when are you going to be here tomorrow? <laughs> what <laughs> yeah i've gotten those kind of calls in the middle of the night and when you're sleeping what oh 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 no i didn't forget <laughs> you talking about i'll be there don't you hey yeah. I'm, I'm taking a nap right now so i can hit the road in about 15 minutes <laughs> thanks for waking me up uh, yeah <laughs> and so when you asked him so how long ago did you know about this <laughs> six months <laughs> Note to Patrick, have your wife just do all your scheduling, you know, uh, just like when we had be- beloved, uh, behold, behold the, the beloved. beloved. Yeah. His wife is the manager, smart man there, yeah. you know, pick something up, Patrick. Hey, when just my, your wife, the manager, hey, when my brother owned, uh, he, he had a bar and grill in the town where he lives in South Dakota. When he owned that, uh, he had his wife. She did all the real managerial style, quote unquote, air quotes, work. You know, she managed the money. She managed the inventory. She managed all that stuff. She did the work work. And my brother, I'm not going to say he didn't work. He worked, but he did a different kind of work, which was the um, building a rapport. I'll I'll Californiaize it for you. Building rapport. (laughs) That was his job. He did a great job at it. Bringing the customers in. Yeah, but... um, at the end of the day, we all knew that his wife was the one who ran the show, and it's a good thing she did. Kept it going. Yeah. We, we must get him on to talk about that sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but Patrick, maybe get the wife involved <laughs> in, your, in your scheduling. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. You know, Patrick, you're not a politician. You don't have to worry about what she's going to find in your date book. <laughs> So it was nice to have Jermaine on, big Ohio State fan, just like uh, Patrick. So uh, they got along during the college segment, and then and then Jermaine said uh, the Ravens, you know, and then Patrick's face, <laughs> <laughs> you'll see it on YouTube. It's Patrick's yeah, face. Go check it out on YouTube. Yeah, because he's uh, or Rumble because he's a big Celtics. I mean, I'm sorry, big Cincinnati Bengals fan. So. And he had to explain he wasn't a bandwagon fan. His great grandfather was a oh okay. was a was a fan. You know, and, I can't and all that. I can't tell the difference between the Cincinnati Bengals and the uh, Cleveland Browns. They both start CB. They both have brown helmets. One's got stripes. One doesn't. I mean, that's pretty much it. What's the difference between the teams after that? And that's why I always I, I have to stop with Patrick. Go wait a minute. Is the Browns or is it the Bengals? I don't remember. You just got to remember, uh, one team has Joe Burrow, the other team doesn't, and that's all. Didn't Joe Montana beat both of those teams in the Super Bowls? No, just the Bengals. Just the Bengals? I thought he beat yeah. the Browns, too, but no? no? All the right. Bengals. Browns so, not good enough to make it. No, I, uh, 
No, uh, the Browns left, went to Baltimore, and then the Ravens made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I and like so, how that works so out. You know, oh, it's 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 it's, gr- it's grown to hatred even more between uh, the the Cincinnati, the Cleveland Browns, and the uh, owner at the time of the Browns, uh, Paul Brown. So, well, you know, I remember uh, uh, because I used to listen to this show, uh, Don and Mike. Uh, he, Don Geronimo used to go on all the time about how uh, the Indianapolis Colts. No, yeah, they moved. They moved out in the middle of the night, and became the Indianapolis Colts. Who was that? Baltimore or something like that? No. Who was in- Indianapolis? Uh, they left. Oh my gosh, it's a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah, they. Well, I know. I know. They were team, in Baltimore, but, right, or something like that. Who was the the? Oh. Yeah, Before they moved Colts. to yeah, then, yeah. When they went to Indiana. That's yep. right. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, apparently they just like packed up in the middle of the night and said we're out of here. <laughs> yeah, just like St. Louis when they moved to uh, Phoenix. Well, you know, is uh, are the Rams kind of like the uh, the guy who lives in the motorhome and he's like 50-something and I'm going to see the country before I die? Isn't that kind of the Rams? I mean, they went from, you know, St. Louis to L.A., back to St. Louis. Now they're, what, San Diego? I mean, they're in L.A. Yeah, but you know, yeah. you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. I mean, does anybody move around? That's the guy that shows up and goes, hey, hey bro. The Raiders are worse. Hey, hey yeah, they, they are they, bad. They, Oakland to L.A., back to Oakland. <laughs> now, hey, now, they're both, now we're in Vegas. They're both going, hey, hey, bro, <laughs> can I crash on your couch for a night? <laughs> I mean, that's that's what they are, aren't they? At least Oakland, this is the funny part, Oakland didn't leave in the middle of the night. They said, hey, we're going to leave, but, you know, I'm, we're going to stay a little longer in Oakland, and then we'll, then we'll leave. <laughs> you know? Well, Honey, I want a divorce, but I just want to keep this marriage going on just well, a little longer, you know. We all see how that worked out for Phil Hartman. So don't do that. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> seriously, yes. I mean, Oakland yeah. going do with the, uh, we'll stick around Oakland just a little bit longer, but we know we're going to end up in Vegas is no different than you going, Hey, I'm selling you my house, but I need to live in it for three more months while they finish building my place. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. All right. Got a and deal. It's a way better house than what I have <laughs> yeah. now too. Right. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. All right. <laughs> this, this, this has been a crazy show, man. It has. Uh-huh. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. Jermaine is a great guest and uh, appreciate him coming on and talking about Tricord and then talking about college football and pro football. And uh, Patrick coming on. Uh, <laughs> Doing oh, Patrick. Oh. During Indeed. the week, we were texting back, texting back and forth like everything was going to go on Saturday. <laughs> and then last night, he gets the phone call. Hey, so when are you going to be here? <laughs> it's uh, the life of a rock star. Oh, this is, this is, I'm never, you know, <laughs> never going to let him you know, forget it. Have you seen that movie, Rockstar with Marky Mark? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so if, he, if you've seen the movie... Um, there's a scene where, you know, they kick him out of the band. So I'm going to ask, uh, Patrick next time if he's ever gone in and go, I'm taking my scarves. <laughs> These are my scarves. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think next week I'm going to have a, my screen behind me on the YouTube being some <laughs> random fields behind me, you know, yeah, I'm at a show. So. 
It's been a great show. It's been a lot hey, of fun. Where are you, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be here. <laughs> He's gonna one of these shows we're gonna do. He's gonna get a phone call right in the middle of the show. <laughs> hey, where you at? <laughs> All right, oh, let's man. wrap this up before we say something we shouldn't. <laughs> Happy trails, everybody. Happy trails. Thanks. Jesus.